1: Hello, everyone. It's the Matin Page app podcast. We're here. I'm here. Chris is there. Hi, Chris. Hi, mate. How are okay. you doing?
2: I'm good. Not good at all. You know we're not good. You know we're not good because we've had a horrendous afternoon. Of We we got stuck in an echo chamber or some kind of... I'm not sure whether we got stuck in the future or the past or whatever, but it was a horrendous couple of hours. People will have seen it because we managed to stream it live somehow, Paul. So you know how I am. And if you were asking for the viewers, what I'm telling the viewers, I'm in a fairly foul mood.
1: I am. Yeah, for those of you, there was like... So the sixty people for whom who will understand this gag, and <laughs> uh, and this 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 anecdote ahead of time, because we're trying to set up. Well, you know, in, in the it's interest. Too late, to pull, mate. We've it, done it. Yeah, we, we've we've th- done it live. <laughs> we want to do a football manager series. We want to stream it live to the Red Men um, channel. Nothing wrong with that. We're allowed to do that. You know, it's a perfectly legitimate thing to do these days, um, and it's a good idea. And we, it, it is so close to being technically within our grasp Mm -hmm. and that's where the maddening thing comes from so chris is handling all the technical side of it this time around and it looks great like the graphics look boss, the concept's really good. We did some guy uh, we, we both guested on James Allcott's channel on his football manager series and we really like we really loved it and we're really inspired by it. Highly recommend checking it out. Yeah, it um if you're into that sort of thing. But yeah, we wanted to we thought we'll do this and we'll do we'll do our own version of it. Great. And we ended up in a mad bananas world where I'm we are having a conversation via Discord equivalent to Skype for those of you not in the know so we're chatting to each other we've got, we got our headphones in and we're talking to each other back and forth but we're also then watching a stream of us having that conversation effectively
2: yeah.
1: um, which is on like a two minute delay so we're listening to the things that we've said two minutes in the past but the problem is we're not having a long endless conversation we're saying new and different things <laughs> so I can go "Ah, oh, remember when we said that thing about the duck it was like because we were doing going, an one... audio
2: test where we <laughs> called? so it was like one two three four five and then and then you go one two three four five and then you go audio test and maybe someone would be clever and go right the time's 301 and this is an audio test and then all of a sudden you're answering questions that have happened two minutes ago and then you, and then you were trying to be a funny beggar going this is the past this is the past and then you even got to a point where you said i'm not sure whether i've just said that <laughs> oh, I've just heard me
1: saying that. <laughs> I started whistling a song at one point, and I couldn't work out whether I was listening to me <laughs> whistling or you, or I'd put that as an earworm in your head, and then you started whistling it. Honestly, I can't even begin to describe the absolute head fuck that is when you get into the nuts and bolts of live stream. We were doing this with the, we were doing this with the Red Men quiz on a Friday night where the, we originally tried to test it. We wanted guests on the stream, so people in the show and then you're able to play along using the app at home and we we're like trying to work out that... <laughs> Whereas people's for people the app changes immediately because the app changes for everyone. But if you're only getting the questions from you watching on YouTube, you're watching on a delay. So what does that mean? What does that mean? You have to do differently in the now to have whatever it happens when someone sees it a minute and a half later. What have you got to do to make that make sense to make it work for them? It's like the crappest version of time travel. Yeah, I think, that and and it is. Um, and what we can't even. What we know is put that the words, we
2: can't do it. Like we can't get our heads around it. It bends your head. Something chronic though, doesn't it, mate? It just bends I, um, your head.
1: You, because you, there was a point where I was talking and you were you weren't answering me and then i think you would muted so you went listen to you muted me because you were trying to do something else and then you came back on and then you started talking to <laughs> the past me who was you were listening to say like, i can i don't even know if i'm explaining this right for people at home but i cannot i cannot put into words and in man i'm doing this well because i'm i'm a fucking moron and i'm a multitasker at heart i've got two other screens open in front of me and i'm kind of doing something similar with something with with another streaming thing and like i i like and and bear in mind this is probably the moment where we we've we've lost the vast majority of the audience here because you know we we try to be relatable we try to talk about our our roles, and don't worry there'll be plenty of those this week but this is like the little insight into the world where and we mentioned this a lot casually on stuff how um, we've had people to do this stuff for us for quite a while now, and when they when they struggle with it, all you do is you just bollock them and they get it right. Um, or, you, you know, you put a fatherly arm around the shoulder or whatever, but, no, you know, having to learn a new skill set and, moreover, as we've been saying for weeks now, having to learn a new skill set in your world where, every now and again, one or two children just pop in just to check you're all right.
2: Yeah, mate, I mean... Uh, they, I'm not sure they check on them all right. I think they just like to fucking piss me off. Yeah, they're like, are you
1: all right? No, brilliant. Or yes, right, what can we do about that? Like, yeah.
2: like, I managed to get through the day and then Robin comes up, like, just after, just, just cat comes home and Robin comes up, mummy's home. I'm like, great, go down with her now. Because now she's here, that I don't have to look after you anymore because you've pecked <laughs> me head all day, Paul. I bought them a flip and slip and slide today. A flipping slip and slide, wow A flipping slip and slide, Um, it's great (laughs) Uh, and I was like this is just going to be brilliant because we're not spending money going out, we're not doing this but you can still treat the kids and stuff can't you and then you want to treat your kids and that pool. so they're like, I'm like right, I bought them two things last week I bought them a slip and slide and a flipping smaller paddling pool because you need a paddling pool that doesn't take you half a day to fill up like two size paddling pools i'm sorry if that sounds like proper middle class or whatever but if you've got a big paddling pool only you won't get it out ever because it takes forever to fill up so a little one where they can just sit in the i said no bigger than a baby bath really as well yeah yeah. it's
1: basically a a big bucket yeah
2: exactly Uh, you know and I i could probably carry it to the sink I'm filling up, I've ordered one that's so small. Uh, and I can carry it back out so I'm not filling up with cold water. Anyway, and so the, the, the slip and slide arrived and stupidly they opened the door and saw it. And it wasn't well packaged, so they were like, right, Yeah, I was like, I have to do this with them now. So I got it out, it took like 45 minutes. You have to blow it up, you have to shove water in it, it's got the sprinklers coming off the... It's a, it, it's a be- best way, by the way, so it's no big thing, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, the, it's the B&M slip and slide, this isn't the the, the, the proper one, yeah. got it all set up and it lasted about a minute and a half they they actually couldn't do it they, they couldn't, couldn't throw themselves could. head first, now bear in mind this is Lyra and Lyra falls over head first at least seven times a day, couldn't yeah. manage it once at the end of the ramp though could she <laughs> ran over the ramp waltzed pranced down one of the lanes and got into the little pool at the end with their feet and went did it daddy
1: it's like the first time kids go on trampolines and they don't get the concept like that the, the basically you just kind of get yourself up once and the trampoline kind of does a lot of it it's all done from your core or whatever weird is yet yeah, like they just they just tend to like walk on trampolines or run on trampolines or whatever In fact, i had a good a good example of this about the kids just not getting stuff and you try and you realize like fundamentals of life that you you take for granted so we got out the we got out the way and we got out the wee Fitboard and like i bet there's a ton of people listening and gone oh my god the wee Fitboard yeah everyone had one absolutely everyone had one because it was seen as the the solution to everyone's fitness problems Get a board, get a big piece of plastic that you sit on uh, or you stand on and that make, that'll make that make you fit or whatever. But what I realise is trying to teach me kids what, like, how to shift your body weight. And that is a very difficult... And I, this is my eight-year-old, by the way, who, who like, he, Jack thinks... Like, and he's not wrong... If you want to shift your body weight forward, he just puts his head forward, <laughs> and it's like, no, 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 like that's 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 how you end up like, on your fat on your face when you when you try to uh, trying to wee ski. Um, but yeah, like trying to explain to someone fundamentally how to slip it's like because I, I guess when you think about it, like your animalistic instincts must be it must be so counterintuitive. Like I know people they fall over all the time, but they don't they're not meant to you know yeah, like no
2: but so like lyra for example she like every time we have a she has a bath every night she empties the bath and she slides from one end of the bath to the other it looks like a great game i wish it was small enough to actually do it so i was just like that it, just do what you do in the bath and it, it, like at one point i literally <laughs> shoved her down so she was face down on the mat and dragged her down the thing and that was as close as we got to an actual slip and slide <clears throat>
1: To throw in, A throw and slide. <laughs>
2: yeah, basically. Um, I obviously had two goes myself and completely nailed both of them.
1: Oh, well, I have no doubt that you, if there's a man who was born to slip and slide, oh it was Chris God. Pager. Honestly, I, like,
2: it felt so good on my nipples as well. Is that silence? Or in, mm. like, oh, I just wondered whether the Skype had stored. Okay,
1: so. The, um, I one, one thing that it raised, we were chatting about this before, and I don't know when this happens, but, like, you were saying about like, all you could think about is how much water you were pouring over your lawn. I know. And I, I had this before when I set up a couple of goals either under the grass and the grass, the grass bit's not not massive in our, in our house, so it's not, you can't, the, which is an issue in and of itself because you can't kick a ball. Trying to kick a ball, not hard, is very difficult. Like, I've, I've never really thought about it this way. Like, try shooting when if you kick it at a normal power, you will A, clean the goal out and B, clean the person you're shooting against out because you're only like Two and a half metres away from someone is not a sufficient distance. For, but, but by the by, we, we played on it a, on, a, on a slightly wet day and the grasp on, under both goals was absolutely fucked. And I was like, oh my God, this is really... I can't. I can't do this. What have I done to me? What have I, what have I done to my lawn? And the moment those words kind of entered into my brain, I just had like a... And I think you have these as a parent, don't you? Where you have these like sort of acid like flashbacks to your mum and dad complaining to you about something that you've done. And you go on like thinking like, what are these talking about? Who cares? I'm just doing this, this is what happens. And like that was another one of those moments and I've had tons of them where you just got. I was like, oh my God, my mum was furious with me doing this to the lawn. And now, and now. Do you remember what we did
2: though? It was was bad. (laughs) I mean, yeah. talk about giant paddling pools, like I mean, it was the biggest, wasn't it? Like it was it was bigger than what people are getting hot tubs hired into their house for now. It was huge. We spent hours and hours. I think me and Wednesday stayed up all night drinking in the paddling pool once and the water was so old and cold that we ended up using it to store beers in. Yeah, so right?
1: so so it was it was that was well that was straight off the bat. So the original story goes, Mum and Dad go away for a fortnight and I'd said times. great oh, times. God. Thank you, John. Oh, Mum and Dad's going away with was The best, um, but I said, to, I said to Chris and all the mates, at the time, and in fact, everyone was like, Right, listen, now, yeah, everyone can come around in the evening or whatever, but I'm just going to chill out and whatever in the, in the day, and then and blah blah blah. Um, what happened was Chris and Steve turned up, and oh, man, I was thinking about this this week, they turned oh, up with a, with a crate of reef. reef, yes, <laughs> orange, orange reef. <laughs> <laughs>
2: torpedoes away yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: so they turned up with that and it was like oh go on welcome 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 so we had this paddling pool and I mean for people who remember what the wide shot looks like in the set the table's quite big it was probably double-ish the circumference of the table so it's pretty it was pretty big a uh, big round thing it had like these plastic legs that plugged in all around it to like give it like a, a big bar and then it, the plastic dropped down and anyway you filled up and it took yonks and yonks and yonks to fill up which we did so we just sat there and we let, let it fill up we sat down and, and drank yes and smoked cigarettes and um, waited for it to fill up but then we started putting the beers in there as well so it became like somewhere to dip and, and cool off but also <laughs> it was fridge. an outdoor beer store
2: yeah well it makes sense why would you have to go you don't want to be walking through the house wet your mum would shout at us you know yeah. what I mean but like, yeah. I have the beers in the pool with you
1: so this is like one. Of, I think I think this is one of two stories when I got I I got the pu- the biggest bollock I've ever got and bear in mind I, this was like university age. So I wasn't even living at home anymore at this point. Like I got I get I'd get a phone call and just be like, what have you done? So we left this paddling pool in the middle of the lawn for a fortnight. Um, and it got to the day before, and it was meant to be the three of us tidying up. But it, this Steve wasn't available, he was doing so, he was working or whatever. And me but, and Chris,
2: but, but by the end of it, am I right? There was like broken bottles, oh, and there was glass broken glasses, like like it wasn't a swimming pool, pool anymore, was it? It was a, a fucking pond. I'm, su- yeah. I'm surprised if there wasn't frogs and frogs spawning in it, it was so bad. Like, honestly, yeah, still a few sc- cold beers though.
1: It was disgusting. It was fucking disgusting. And um, yeah, so and we go right. My mum and dad are coming back like tomorrow, so we need to sort this house out. And bear in mind, like we just lived rough in that house for the fortnight. Like ashtrays knocked everywhere, and not we knocked on the dishes for two weeks. Oh, the and the dishes
2: like, oh, oh, yeah. still makes me sick thinking about. Yeah,
1: that. there was like we found maggots on a plate. We burnt um, them, didn't we? We burnt them because because why? Because obviously we couldn't we burned, work yeah. out how to get them, so we just. No I mean we did could I mean let's yeah we could we? have we could have just scraped them into a bin like any shaved human being, but we we for a laugh we decided to see what happened if we sprayed a links can and, a lighter and 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 basically torched them like alien style um but anyway, another story for another day, um this paddling pool, so bear in mind, like this must have. I can't even come close to explain how many litres or gallons or whatever of of liquid this must have had in, but it was for two, uh, bear in mind, we're in our prime, we're probably like 18, you know, probably, I think we would have been like 17, 18 or whatever around this time, we physically couldn't lift it, so we couldn't lift it to tip it out, and then we're like, well, what do we do? So... We hit upon the ingenious idea of just taking the legs <laughs> off one by one to effectively lower it down it was, and let all the water pour out see
2: it in slow motion pull like the fucking hoover dam getting fucking knocked down in a film or something You know what, what I
1: mean? is that film with you mcgregor in where he's in the it's the tsunami in the in the in like whatever it is like thailand or whatever and he and his family and you see the tidal wave coming to it was basically oh, yeah i remember like, the, the happening or it. something like that like um the it was it was like that. It was a, a, a tsunami of scummy, beer pond water that just basically went over, the, and then it ended up like a marsh because there was just too much water. It was The whole garden was underwater. The grass was basically underwater, and this was not a small garden. Um <laughs> so
2: funny, so- It was like... It's just, it just—it was like that look when we did it, and the water went everywhere. We like looked at each other and looked down at the ground and thought that was
1: a bad idea, wasn't it? It was. It was this. This is—I've um, referenced this before about like how there's the the, the right way, the wrong way, and the page page way, and it's basically the wrong way, but just done, just done in the in the stupidest way possible. And um, and what we what we and Chris are very good at doing is we're we're, we're great problem solvers, but we're not necessarily we're. Not not great at with the solution. Our solutions aren't necessarily the best solutions <laughs> to the problems. They're not necessarily eternal solutions. We don't necessarily go, here's a problem and here's the ramifications of our solution. And let's let's adjust the plan accordingly so we never have to deal with any of these problems. No, we'll find a solution. We'll do that solution. It will create a new problem and then (laughs) repeat the process. (laughs) So we had a flooded...
2: (laughs) Go on. We had a flooded garden. It was fucking brilliant. I've never seen anything quite like it, to be honest. Uh, I just remember walking through it thinking we're dead. Your mum is going to absolutely have our pants down, like completely and utterly
1: dead. Yeah, and... So and bear in mind this 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 opened up two problems. So the first problem was the gra- the whole grass is now about an inch underwater, and when we move the now empty carcass <laughs> of the pool, it reveals the the three meter diameter dead <laughs> patch of grass.
2: Looked like a fucking alien ship had landed <laughs> on I'm, the lawn I'm, I'm, and fucking crotted. stayed there. <laughs>
1: So yes, this is just three meters <laughs> circumference, um, There is a diameter, uh, yeah, dead, dead <laughs> patch of yellow grass in the middle of this verdant green, flooded <laughs> landscape. Um, <laughs> fucking hell! Um, so we, t- so basically, our other mate turns up, and at, w- at, at, at this point, we've got pitchforks, and we're pitchforking <laughs> holes into the grass to help drain the water it away into in the soil. Look- Irrigation. Irrigation. And he just turns up and he goes, Why didn't you just siphon the water out with the hose pipe?
2: Oh Dang oh! To be fair, to be fair, like Steve was always the best of us for that and we miss him for that. Like yeah. we, we, we could we could pretty much do everything the three of us. uh yeah. but as 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 times change and you grow old and you lose track of people and stuff like that, whatever. Um but I still still think we might be siphoning the water off today if we'd have done it his way. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was yeah. a fucking lot of water, like I I reckon I reckon if it was fuel, you could get at least around the world once in an aeroplane with that much oh, water. Oh,
1: one hundred percent. Yeah, it was enough water to fill an actual hot air balloon upside down. Um, it was right. it was a significant amount of fluid, and yeah, it ruined the garden forever. It just, so
2: it just reminds me of when my mum and dad were going away, and like they came back, and they were like, "Do you remember when they accused me of doing crack?" yeah so we I don't know why we, we burnt a smiley face into a piece of paper or something with a lighter at me, and then they come back and my mum's like you're doing crack and I'm like what and she's like I found this and I'm like mum burnt a smiley face into a piece of paper or somebody burnt a smiley face into a piece of paper with a lighter like." and she's proper accused me and then my dad's like what's wrong with the edges hedges are fuckers I'm like what like, hedges nothing to do with me dad uh, but do you remember I do
1: we are we commando crawled <laughs> over the top of the hedges because 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 your bedroom window opened out and the flat roof was underneath it, so we could get out of your bedroom window onto there and then jump on top of the hedge. And these hedges are like they were eight, eight foot, eight foot, yeah
2: yeah so but, but we were doing it the other way as well we were climbing onto the hedges and then over to the roof and then we jump off the roof onto the garden so i got done for the hedges and i got done for steve pie's footprints in the middle of the garden because you're jumping from a good
1: <laughs> from first well, top, first, story, first
2: story but the, the garden's slightly raised isn't it so you yeah. take a couple of foot off but steve was a bit glad like and he jumped and he wouldn't like land and run he'd, he'd land like fucking uh, straight the the fantastic four what's the big one called he just the thing thing, yeah he just lands you know what i mean or does the hulk just land he doesn't like run or whatever that's what he would do and there'd just be two big cat boots caterpillar boots he'd wear (laughs) all the time weren't they two big size 10 caterpillar boot footprints in the middle of the lawn yeah and over and over and over again
1: it yes. was like a, a cartoon thing where someone like Wiley Coyote falls off a cliff and ends up, like, buried in the bedrock, uh, up to his waist kind of situation. Yeah, I, I, I'm interested. In asking, yeah, people, I want to know, actually, we'll do some of these in the future. Let us know in the comments, or you can email to us at uh, matexpayjack.gmail.com. Well, I'm um, Paul. Any of your stories along these lines of things that you've gotten away with, maybe they're always good ones. You got any confessions on the lines of what you've done when your mum and dad were away on holiday please do please do let us know there's one that I was thinking about the other day and it was when a mate of ours um, Robin was his mum and dad did they go away for like a month or six t- weeks s- which six felt weeks. like a lifetime and we all basically lived in his house and it, it came to like a culmination of we all went out to the crazy house and one of our mates had decided at the end of the night that he just wanted a fight Like he wanted to get in a a physical fight with someone. And these are the things now where you look back and you're like, people get fucking killed in town. Like, you know what I mean? Like it it takes one, one punch, one bad fall and you're just dead. And as it like... 19 I think I had no concept of this and it was just like oh yeah you get into a fight and he was he was offering people out outside the crazy house he going, was pushing people as well like it was yeah.
2: ridiculous and we all ended up in this massive fight because he was it's just drunk and fucking angry
1: so we basically yeah there would have been like five, five or six of us and we're outside the crazy house and it ends up it's one of those moments I always remember this moment like it started between our mate and this lad right in front of me and the lad i got slapped a f- full hand slapped across the face which i've never had an experience i've never had before it was like I, I, and your mind can't comprehend that happening to you just in and particularly when you've had a skin full of like somebody just choosing to turn around and, and open and slap you in the face and then the next thing i remember i like came Back two almost. I was knocked out. But, like, I don't know what I was doing, but, like, I zoned out. And this girl's tapping me on the shoulder going, I think your mate's in trouble down there. And I kind of, like, look. And it's like time skipped forward 30 seconds. And every one of our group is embroiled in a fist fight at some level up and down Wood Street or whatever. Um, And Anyway, we all got our heads kicked in uh, to varying degrees. And I just have this... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this vision of us all in the taxi on the way home, and we and we all got a taxi, and everyone's licking the wounds, and nobody said a word. For, and it's just like a taxi from town to to to, to like Eggy like Vale, you know, so it's not yeah. it's not long, like you know five five maybe ten minutes if that. And um, we got to like just round the corner from his house, and it's just like <sighs> I won't do that again, will we, lads? <laughs> we got absolutely We got absolutely fucking part of it. It was
2: ridiculous because, like, what he should have done if he wanted to fight was just, like, not get us involved for for a start and maybe queried how many of them we were fighting yeah. because it was three on one but like yeah. there was about 18 of them because it started off and then there's some went yeah alright and then next thing you know just this huge troop of fucking men start coming filing in I've never I don't, I'm not a fighter, I've never got into fights or anything like that before you know what I mean I just just, just like what on earth is going on? How have we got here? I'm about two bottles of red wine in, however many bloody WKDs and sambucas. <laughs> even, even if I was sober, I got my head kicked in, but I can barely stand up. Yeah. Just ridiculous, like, and what a divvy he was for doing that. Like, I've never yeah. uh, oh
1: god. Let us know that, yeah, in, in in the comments on these on YouTube or you can tweet us at MatexPedjec or you can email matexpedjec at gmail um any of your stories from childhood where maybe like if you want to do heroic moments but really I wanna know some of your stupidest teenage moments. Um, and yeah what what moments maybe is there something you've done recently that's reminded you of them because yeah honestly when I see me when I look at me they'll look at the, the patch of bald grass on my garden now and I think my astro that do you know I've got a really good
2: one it's not like embarrassing or anything like that yeah but my cousin got married our cousin Michael and he got uh-huh. and he got and he got married and we all went down to, to the wedding obviously it was down south in Oxford I was about 14, 15 years old and you're in your you're in your best gear, aren't you? You know what I mean. And this is one my mum like if this if there's something from my childhood that she remembers most, this <laughs> is probably the one. Um, and so everyone's and like the place we get in mind was unbelievable. There was tennis courts. There was fo- like people were playing football. It was one of the best weddings I've ever been to. And everyone's kicking a footy around that goes in this lake. And they're like, anyone a good swimmer? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> jump straight into a lake in my full wedding gear, just go and get the, go and get the ball, come back, and I'm like, here you go. And my mum comes flying out. What are you doing? I'm like, the ball went in the lake. I'm like, I'm going a good swimmer. And they were like, get in your full suit. And I'm like... So <laughs> <laughs> got the ball. Yeah, got the ball. Like I'm a legend. I'm the I'm the lad who got into the league. It's like, say? It? And she just she never let me live that one down. Never let me live that down.
1: I don't think you've ever been to a wedding and there not be an anecdote about it. Are you getting up to something? Have you ever had? Have you have you ever had an une- well I say I say do you, you might not know, <laughs> but mm. to your knowledge, have you ever had an uneventful? wedding no 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 i mean one of
2: the most recent was probably ben alroyd's that was a belter yeah I, I was so drunk i was dancing with the kids and doing the knee slides like you see down oh. like the hall you know when kids go down a hall doing knee slides i'm doing that pre-wedding meal then i think we were asked to look at <laughs> Pre- the... <laughs> pre-meal pre-meal mate i was hammered like so bad so bad and like just just that guy, except imagine that guy, but ten times worse. The worst that guy that you've ever seen, I was him. And we got asked to look after Sean, so Kat obviously looked after Sean, not me. Mate's me, little kids. And and as she was I don't took her to the toilet or something, the meal came and I ate all of Kat's dinner and mine, right? <laughs> and then fell asleep in my dinner, right? And then got dragged up to our room by Kat that was the end of it knee slides pre-dinner ate my wife's dinner fell asleep in mine got dragged off up to bed you
1: bear you burn brightly but shortly in them <laughs> situations i think it's fair to say yeah i, lo- I love it there's always that no- nobody nobody more stereotypically embraces the wedding quite like the Paycheck family um it's just yeah you know get, strap on your hollow legs and just tip 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 alcohol down your neck and get and get on the dance floor. I think that's the way that's always been the way forward. I'm amazed that you lasted your wedding. Genuinely like yeah. I've never been more astonished.
2: That was a that was a boozy day, wasn't it?
1: That was a very boozy day for some of us. Some of us were fucking taking the photos uh, panicking and shitting themselves for the entire for the entire time because I'll give you a piece of advice ladies and gents if you've got a camera there's going to be a temptation because there's a point in your career when you want to be in media and you want to be in television or you want to be making stuff and you've got the camera and you've got the desire for it and you just want to work you just want to do things so you know you you think about what I can do I can make music videos and I can I can do wedding videos everyone thinks they can do wedding videos maybe they can um but like if you've got a digital a DSLR and you you, you can can take a few photos and that's fine but there's a world of difference when you're photographing your mate's band and you're photographing your best friend's wedding because it's not even about him I don't give a shit whether he likes the photos or not it's his wife I care about and I care about that moment where she's walking down the aisle and there's Your no. runs out. <laughs> well, not yet. There's no, there's no and cut. Nah, I wasn't really feeling the way you did that, Kat. Can you just go back to the start? Please? Excuse me, Mother of the Bride, can you just reset those tears, please? Uh, we're gonna be going again. Right, everyone. Everyone places Mark, take two. No, there's not. You've got one go at getting it, and if you don't get it, you fucked it. You fucked the moment. One of the one of the moments that you're never gonna ever get back. And I've never been and bearing in mind, like, I have. I've traveled the world and I have, I have interviewed some of the biggest stars football stars on, on the planet in, in history and I have never really been nervous about any of that but I I was like I was a fucking... Me- and the worst thing was, is I put the... I finished... I said, right, that's it. I'm done. Everyone was partying in the night at the night by that point. And I went and I locked away the memory cards and I fucking did all that stuff so I knew it was it, it, everything was safe. And I sat down to so have pretty much my first bevy and everyone was <laughs> absolutely arsehole. Absolutely arsehole. And there's a, there's a great video of Aubrey at the time we couldn't stand up, basically bouncing off the walls of a fucking toilet trying to have a piss, which would be TikTok. Gold if i still had that video somewhere <laughs>
2: couldn't, work out, to open the door, couldn't?
1: couldn't get out the door and i just followed them behind it was great I, that was all i had i had that vindictive sober prick uh, until i eventually until i eventually caught up but yeah there's there's a piece of life advice for you uh, take that take that and please please heed my advice on that um
2: Okay, we've launched our MXP Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash Link is in the description as well. Yes, if you want to show your support for what we do, then you can. And for that support, we will give you an exclusive Discord group Just for subscribers. A monthly Ask Us Anything show. No holds barred. You know the way it works. Uh, So we've got extra shows. We've got Discord. We've got merchandise. uh, We've got free merchandise. 20% off merchandise. Redmen merchandise codes. You name it. It's all over there. MateXPajack at Patreon.com Patreon.com MateXPajack. Come over. Show your support. And we'll love you forever.
0: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
2: Are we page? Yes, we can page. Paul. Shall we? I am purge. going to send you a text message with what I am purging. Ooh, um, that's interesting. So there you go. You sent me a text message. Well, no, I sent you on a WhatsApp. But okay, I a text up. message. <laughs> um, so there's this channel called
1: uh, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. Share shit. my story
2: on YouTube, right? Look at okay. the kind of suggested videos underneath. Um, okay. You will be able to see this. this I'm sure this he'll put this on the screen for you, regardless. Um, yeah. So this video is called "I Got My Stepmom Pregnant." The the other ones BFF pregnant by Dad. Stepmom pregnant, abandoned pregnant at 14, evil uncle. This is a channel, that video, I got my stepmom pregnant on YouTube, 11 million views, right? I walked into the living room the other day and Robin was watching this. And at first, you can see by the title, I thought I'd left Pornhub open. Because they're titles that <laughs> you see on pornos. Yeah. Like, and I, yeah. like maybe not with that type of anime but there is anime porn and i'm sure i'm sure sure people see that but no so i am purging this this type of content on youtube because it's totally fine being adult and telling the world that you're being adult, it's totally fine to swear, it's totally fine to this. That is aimed at a young audience. Whether they tell me it's aimed at a young audience or not, mm-hmm. that is there for one reason. You know, no 30 year old is gonna go, Oh well let's see this on YouTube. What let's watch this animated show. It's 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 just bullshit and they need to stop it because YouTube will get like they should they should do more to get rid of this stuff. You know what I mean? Was that fact, on the
1: normal YouTube app? Or the, on the, or the it's on the telly,
2: one? so they don't have the kids app on the telly, but we've got the restricted content on. So I don't know why that's showing up.
1: So it's mad because i have just i did a video this week with jack doing this uh, uh back to the future uh playmobile thing. i think it was brilliant really good but i i decided to have a message to see what, what you could what you could do on the back of our settings and now you've got to define when you upload a video whether it's made for kids or not i'm sure you'll have seen this if you click yes what it it it, it, it it'll still show up on main youtube but it will have comments this it has comments disabled and you can't specify ad types or whatever on it so you can't do like the choose gambling ads or whatever it's a much more restricted thing so yeah it's but but that's the problem isn't it is that normal youtube if you say it's not made for kids but you then make it look kiddy and your kids are then got on the, it, it doesn't YouTube does, still can't differentiate properly on the main on the main app. I, I, honestly, I, I, I'm saying this to people because we've been on we've been on YouTube a long time now, and obviously I've grown up now and, and I've got two kids who watch YouTube all the time, and I still do still do periodically watch the the the, the main one. But like they on like any devices and stuff that they use, I haven't got the main. The main no. YouTube app anymore because right. it's because you're right because it's because uh, yeah because shit like that. It's an, ab-
2: it's an absolute disgrace that they can do that because they're mar- they are marketing that for kids <laughs> now whether it's five year olds like Robin or whether it's. Eight to 10 to 13 year olds they shouldn't be making content like that for those type of age groups because that's what you're aiming for yeah. it's not a proper show it's not a, it's not factual in any way they're all black they're all just completely made up they're not real stories whatever the whatever you tell me they're not they're just yeah. not like and, and it, the, the, it just it winds me up to walk into a room and see that on the television and like you know you have to have that word with with Robin and, and about it and stuff, and in the end, I'm going to end up deleting YouTube off the TV because I can't trust it anymore, and that's yeah. not a good thing. And well, YouTube, this... YouTube Kids isn't probably where Robin's at either, because like Lyra's is absolutely fine with YouTube Kids because she doesn't need to search. Yeah. Robin does and doesn't have the ability to write and type well enough to be able to find what she's what she wants. Yeah. So she actually needs. To, on the television she can she can hold the voice down and go Trinity and Madison yeah. and then it will come up on YouTube which is great but then the suggested videos take it off down these things and it's yeah. just infuriating to be honest with you so I'm purging that
1: and that channel and they're 2 million subscribers <laughs> so, that's, so that's now the second YouTube channel that you've purged in, in the last few weeks good I think we'll root to that I mean the problem is there's billions and billions of hours of content and being uploaded every billions second and but
2: billions we're... and billions and billions and billions Billions and billions,
1: billions. But we'll get there. We'll get there, one channel at a time. Any any YouTube channels that you'd like to see, page, let us know in the comments or tweet us, at mechxpager. I, um, it got me thinking and you saying it because you mentioned the, the, the porn up and the titling and all that. Like, and I, I had to double check this before I, I said this out loud and it's a, it's, a, it's a conversation about others because you have to be wary when you talk about things that you see on the internet when so much of it is tailored based on your viewing history. Um, but, I'm I'm confident enough for it now because I know that this isn't stuff that I, I do I do search for on, on porn. But why is this so? What? Why? When did incest become a cool thing in porn? Like why is it all like my stepmom this or my you know all, all this kind of this? It's like if you ever look at trending videos, it's become a big that kind of stuff's become a big thing and it's 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 mad i know what i know i know what it is there's taboos and that's what porn has effectively become it's become a mad unregulated wild west of you just finding the 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 weirdest stuff you can get there's a great uh, documentary series on netflix about it and how how you create pathways in your brain to what it is you like sexually because of because of the way that you people build up with masturbation or whatever. And how, if you can, if, if, if there's something that, whether it's right or wrong, gets you over the edge, that can then form a pathway to being that becomes the thing that you think that you're into or whatever. But there's some mad, 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 mad stuff. I always find that very odd. Like who's decided what the trend is? Someone must be, because obviously it's like, because let's be honest, Chris, because there's no actual incest on there because they can't be because it's not that's like people just don't people people don't do that or people as attractive attractive people don't do that certainly you can normally tell by the amount of fingers they've got on 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 each hand um it's like it's just so it's
2: yeah it's but it's it's always baffled me that type of thing like you know what i mean like like i bang my brother or something and you're just like well that's like if i saw you in the seat i'd say you're fucking weird. And you shouldn't mm. be doing that, and that's that's downright naughty. But if I'm forty
1: five <laughs> minutes in,
2: <laughs> but it's just like, <laughs> just, yeah, it, 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 it's, I have no idea. I have no idea why people seem to like that thing or whatever. Uh, thankfully i can get over the fact and know that it's not true um yeah. so if it's a good scene
1: it's still a good scene uh, if you know what i mean i did, we talk, i think we've talked about this on the podcast before though about like how how porn is a generational thing and i and I, it's not just porn but it's like porn and and sex and relationships and all that have changed and how you access all that stuff has changed so dramatically from when we were teenagers to like you know there's people who work with us who were like eighteen nineteen and although fundamentally they've got the same things that we had, like we'd have probably still been watching equivalents of whatever equivalents of porn, porn would have been back then. You porn probably may, or or maybe there wasn't stream it wasn't really streaming so much around that around Kinda that time. No,
2: we were you low, know, low, we? Yeah we pictures, were taking off off JPEGs. Our mates,
1: um Dad's Nas Drive. <laughs> finding scraps finding scraps of porn on we're railway. Burying it in the woods. Getting the getting the catalogue and p- trimming out the uh, the bra pictures, you know, whatever. Middlewood's um,
2: oh, done me proud there for a few years, no mention.
1: <laughs> but it's true, and but this is the thing, isn't it? Like, it, is that it's it? I was thinking this about how, and it, it feeds into a to a whole thing. I think it was Jim Carrey saying about how what the pandemic has done has made us realize that as people, we're not like I am badly paraphrasing this, like, but our human psychology is not compat- compatible with how society has become. And that's why so many people struggle, more and more people are struggling with anxiety and with mental health issues and stuff because the, the requirements of the world and it tends to be, because uh, I find what, what happens is, and this is why you get left behind, because something new will happen. Like I was trying to, I think I was talking to Ben Kelly with us on Redman. I was trying to, he was telling me like about emojis and how he uses emojis for stuff. And I was like, well, that's just, you don't need to do that. And he's like, but you do. And I'm like, oh, because that's, and for him, for everyone, there's a generation of people who've just got Twitter and they've had Twitter and they've had all these things forever, and it's a normal part of life. Whereas I still remember as not having them things, so that as much as they've become an integral part of my day to day and stuff, I could switch them off and not and never and never miss them again but there's people what happens is new generations come along the old generation go this is shit this is a bit weird we can't really be doing this and then what happens is a new generation comes along and it becomes the norm and then everyone's got to play catch up and everyone's got to get used to it all of a sudden and then you end up in this constant cycle where no one's ever really settled with what's what's happened and pawn's a great example of that you know you still have to jump through you used to have to like if you were underage, you had to go to a, find a news newsagent where you just thought they were a bit lax and you would had to stand on your, you puffed your chest out as much as possible and took, hide your school tie and, you know, and be brave enough to walk over and pick a magazine off a shelf and then walk across and put it down on the counter and then have the money and be prepared for someone to say, how old are you? And then have your lie ready for you. Was the idea that you can just, you don't have to go through that rite of passage to earn the right for that and you can just get it on your phone it's i find there. it's baffled it's
2: just there but like I'm, I'm glad i'm not growing up now to be honest with you because there's too much of everything and I'm a, I'm a bit more like you i can just switch things off like i'll go through all day without looking at twitter once and then i'll look at it at night maybe or i'll go through t- t- a couple of days without looking at twitter or you know make it more of an appointment of you like all oh, right i'm gonna look at twitter for work and then I'm yeah. out again. like I'm not really interested in what's going on. Like I've got my news apps and stuff and I've tailored my news to what I want to do. Um and so like Facebook, I barely ever go on Facebook now. Like yeah. maybe once a week I'll go on Facebook, something like that. It's it's very infrequent. As yeah. I love Instagram though, I do I do really love Instagram. That's my favourite by a mile. Yeah. But I could give all of them up, you know. And, yeah. Like I, I I think I realise now more than ever. That at some point i'm probably going to move to the countryside yeah because it's just too much all the time and my brain just overloads with it all you know yeah. this constant like just you need to have your fingers in the pulse and like have you seen this and, and this like constant almost like one-upmanship about everything in the world yeah like like alright, I, being a Liverpool fan is a good example of this, and this is to prove to prove what I'm trying to say is like, we seen this. Yeah, how do you not know this? And I'm like, what do you mean? How do I not know this? I have like, not looked at the Liverpool news today. Like, I'll will check at night or I'll check in the middle of the afternoon. Like, it just I don't need to like constantly be every ten minutes checking in on something. Like I'm like I've got a checklist of things that I need to do and then start again. nothing ever fucking changes and that's what, this thing is what, uh, like until there's a football game, it's all just noise and it doesn't really like, you know me Paul I've always just loved the footy and I love looking into the stats afterwards but all the rest of it, it's just noise to me and I'm realising now more than ever that I'm not missing that noise at all, like while there's no footy, there isn't as much noise around so I'm actually having a nicer time online because there's just not all this bullshit about transfers F- the moment you wake up until the moment you go to bed none of it matters until they put a red shirt on and they play mm. on the pitch like and it's just that it's that in everything at the moment
1: yeah no absolutely it is it's um it, it is a, it's a, it's 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 weird yeah i i i it, it, it's one of those things in it where you look at like a general but, but you it's mad you're the same token you then look at people who are maybe a generation above and don't who, who don't even access it and you do go you still go oh, like what do you mean you don't get Twitter? What do you mean you don't understand? I, you still, I still get infuriated when my mum doesn't know how to post properly on on, on on Facebook. But also, you know, there's a degree to which I I do massively envy. I envy, but but on the flip of this, people who actively avoid all these things are some of the biggest knobheads on planet Earth because they are people who people who've like deleted Facebook. And people who, do, who don't go on social media and people who don't have social media accounts are, are to the digital world what vegans are to eating food and what um, atheists are to religion uh, or fundamentalists are to any religion. It's like, that's boss. It's great that you don't have the ability. It's great that you've switched off to all this stuff. Like, But like, oh, just shut up. Just shut up and give it a fucking I'm not on Facebook, actually. Oh, brilliant. Good but, on you. But here's the thing, right. I actually, I, I, I'm happy with that.
2: Because you'd hear that once every fucking two weeks. I'd rather hear that than 2,000 people shouting every fucking five minutes about bullshit on Twitter. Because that's all (laughs) that is, mate. It's just them doing the same thing, except you hear it all the fucking time. Yeah. so that one person that you meet every six weeks that tells you I'm not on Facebook sounds can you smug, tell these other 2,000 bastards to shut up about fucking this and that and that for me because no, they're doing
1: my nutting I'm not having it the smug <laughs> um. The, um <laughs> so I want to purge this week and um, uh, be very careful again I, it, I'm flip-flopping on me social distancing Nazism Chris I have to say and um, and the one that's got me this week, because oh. I, again, I, I equate it to. There's a great, there's a great Jason Manford line and, and, and uh, stand-up line. And he talks about being, considered himself very socialist and considers himself very left-wing and working class, but then he also says, you know, if someone breaks into your house, it's like string them up. Um, you know, at the same, at the same token. And, and I have this with this. It's like, I, you know, I, I, we should all be a bit more laissez-faire in life. But honestly, when I see videos of people stood on Tower Bridge, shoulder to shoulder with fucking police officers clapping the NHS I like I, I I I can't I can't wrap my head around someone just not going hang on a second um Derek he says turning to his other officer are we uh, this are we allowed to do this we're not allowed to do they're not allowed to do this are they okay 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 oh no it's for the NHS
2: this will help them.
1: That's fine. Yeah, this absolutely. is going to help
2: them with the social distancing COVID nineteen coronavirus issue. Oh my god! Maybe next time we should vote for fucking
1: Labour. And can I also, uh, in 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 addition to this, as a, as a as a side note on this, the 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 American people who are protesting oh against days. isolation, and I. I right there's something there's something in the core of, 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 of Americans and they get, it gets a lot of stick from like left wing media and stuff and I think I think some of it's unfairly because I think you've got to it's like, it tends to be a lot of like the, the, the gun lovers or whatever and I know people who are very liberal but also are very very pro guns as well I, I find that a mad dichotomy about the country I love America it's my favourite place and I love Americans but the people who are who are you know, for American rights, the people who've got, they they are often NRA members, and they're often like, part of like, smaller militias or small groups and all that, and they're always about making America great and all that, they've got so many like, at the core of them, they've got something brilliant about them, which sounds mad, because I'm not like, justifying any of the weird racists and all that kind of stuff, but it's mad how they get pointed, they get pointed in the wrong directions on stuff, like, if they got behind, the, the, the cause that they those people if they got behind the cause of let's make sure let's hold the government to account and that's the point because that's the point why the, the 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 constitution and the right to bear arms is so important to so many americans is because if the they, they don't want the government taking their rights away from them to bear to bear arms so if they if the government say you can't have your guns it means that they can't rise up and take the country back should they need to but the problem is is like there's been it's like i keep seeing moments and i'm like wonder if they're going to rise up and take the country back and they never do and they never seem to and 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 you see these moments pass and you think it'll be quite useful i think you know in some walks of life to have you know i mean no i'm not i'm not saying for bloodshed and all that kind of stuff and i'm sure there's much more peaceful ways of doing things and that but like at what point, and and the fact that they're doing it at this point, they're like, no, we're going to rise up because the the cause is that we need to be able to not be in our house because that's stripping away our civil liberties and stuff. Wow. I find it I I, I boggles the mind because half
2: of them boggles. don't even believe it's a real thing. The, 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 like genuinely, half of them don't. And look, like, everyone's entitled to their opinions, but like some people shouldn't.
1: Be. well people opinions can be wrong yeah and but and and, and that, that's the point is i don't get sorry to sorry to cut over you chris but this is the problem with opinions is that they're great but you and you're entitled to have them but you are just as entitled to be shot down for having stupid opinions because that's the way the whole thing works
2: yeah it doesn't like i i, I get baffled by it because they're, they're like out protesting and stuff like that and they're like you know we we, we need to be able to work and i'm like yeah but you need to live first and that's kind of what the government is actually trying to do here and you know flipping it, flipping it on his end talking about the government a little bit more one of the things that's pissing me off a lot over the last couple of weeks Paul is the fact that you know what I mentioned a couple of weeks ago like why don't we hear more from just the scientific officers and why did the why did the things and I realized they're leading the story that's why they're doing this. That's yeah. why Trump's doing a press conference every single day. That's why someone in the senior gov- senior government official over here is doing it. There is literally no opposition at the moment to either yeah. of these, You know, whether it's Trump or whether it's Johnson's administration. There is no opposition, and they are setting the propaganda agenda each yeah. and every day, and they're beaming it into each and every flipping hole in the United Kingdom, and they are using this to their advantage they would, they could quite happily not do it. Everyone's pretty much, everyone I know switched off after the fourth day of these things because they realise they're just lying but there are people there thinking this is great and they're just eating it up and it's just fucking lies that they are saying over and over again to make sure that they're in power the next time a general election comes over. That's all they're doing, that's all they're using it for. They are using the, the, the shit that we are in to their political advantage whilst also killing fucking people. and and at some point there's got to be somebody's got to look at this and go health and safety executives they were supposed to save the people they are supposed to provide a safe working environment for people in hospitals and there are people dying in hospitals who work in hospitals because of their fucking negligence and someone should sue the fucking government and the families of the people who've lost people should sue the government and they should be suing Boris Johnson and his fucking dickhead aides for putting us into this situation it's an absolute disgrace
1: yeah and it was that moment where you know that what happened and, and again and, I, and to be fair this is probably one of the reasons why it, it does tie into that like you know people's liberties being stripped and i get why people can follow it down the wrong rabbit hole on this but like the second the problem with, the problem with social isolation or, or or distancing moreover is it meant that they couldn't have the journalists in the room with them anymore and they had some over a video screen and the second you you have that control you strip away the power of the press in those situations, and I'm not saying they were asking the tough questions, but actually there was a couple where, in the early days, where they were getting asked good questions by, like, less than, you know, old, not like old, old you know, Fleet Street kind of sources and what have you, were actually asking and pressing them on, on, on various it was like things there was, a,
2: there was a lad bible one, wasn't there? Or yeah. a, Oh no, it was a Buzzfeed journalist or something, yeah. I think in, in America and, or maybe it was UK, I can't remember now and, they, and the fellow was like I've been a journalist for thirty years.
0: Yeah. Just
2: because you equate it with Buzzfeed and, and blah blah blah, I'm an like I'm a yeah. accredited journalist. I've been doing this job for thirty years. I working for Buzzfeed now. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is. Like, and but message, it's you know, b- b- was a but you
1: control. Message. You control. You've got a greater control over the media because you literally like it's like like this now. I could like we could be having a conversation. We can have a debate, and I could just turn your camera off or i could just mute you and i could carry on talking and i could carry on talking to the point where people will either just listen to me or they'll get bored and they'll switch off or whatever but it'll get forgotten you just bluster along until people forget that the question what question was asked in the first place and what they're doing is this, you've got you haven't got the facility as well to go no i'm sorry can you just go back and answer the and answer the question for me because it's getting it's getting moved on and stuff it's a very very uh, weird circumstances at the moment, it's mad that like that government accountability. What you've also got now, of course, and we're getting a bit heavy on this. I appreciate this for all the people looking for light-hearted escape it via podcast form. We can't we can't get together to protest is also the issue. And again, so I, when I say all these things, I realise there's there's slivers of good of, of like the right stuff that some people are doing in America. Because I get it, because when you when you think about it that way, like the let's just say it's a government scandal. And, you know, and you know, there's plenty of that. Like the times, absolutely slaughtering them was it was it was a good start in that regard. Mad to come from, you know. Again, yeah, it's a right wing newspaper. Yeah, I, exactly. I was having a,
2: a big argument with people over the weekend about this, and it's like, I'm like, look, like, I'm not being funny. This is a right wing newspaper calling out a Tory government. Yeah, it must have been. It it's it's what. Just think about that for a second. Yeah. you know what I mean? Because someone said to me, at oh, it's LAMC media." I was like. This is the problem. lame media fake news, it's too easy. It's just, look, it's just, no, it's fake. What was that, by the way? Uh, that was a pair of headphones. But this is, the, um, but this is a, a fundamental yeah. issue, that they've got you thinking that everything's fake. So when the real stuff comes along, like The Times, a right-wing newspaper, telling you that they've made mistakes, people go, fake
1: yeah, well, does, there's it, no argument to that. Well, it was like tr- Trump said the day he got he got called out on something. He went, "Well, look, I, people, I, I, I'm here, aren't I? So I must be here for a reason. So some people must like me. I, you've, I was voted as president, so I must know what I'm doing." It was just like basically his, his answer to something. My, my slight issue with that Times thing, and it, we've had this a couple of times happen, is and it what and for for good or for ill it ended up actually sparking a debate over paywalls more than anything else than people actually talking about the content of the article and the problem is for me and I get it and I saw people writing threads in, in defence of the paywalls and I am all, uh, I'm I I'm am, in on paywalls because you have to be able to fund what you're doing if you want to produce there's no such thing as being able to produce free content and ad revenue does not cover that that in the way that people seem to think it does it just doesn't this is not this is not the 80s and it's not producing ITV you know there's, there's too many other things going on there's too much competition for space and good quality content and 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 journalism and all that kind of cost money to produce but the times producing a hard-hitting expose on the current government and then putting it behind a paywall and i even i got to a point where yes you can sign up and you can get your free article and you can get whatever but i'll be honest i went i went on it and went because like inevitably there's five minutes i haven't got in my day for, for 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 another thing for another email sign up for another for another account hard-hitting journalism like that if it was important I, it it annoys the life out of me but they should have just they, they, they should have taken a hit for the greater good on that and made sure everyone was able to read it
2: yeah i agree and i think you know there was there was one the other day uh, maybe a few weeks ago where the, the newspaper went yeah you're right We'll put that out for free, and that was the way to do it. The Times should have done that. I wasn't even aware that it was because I've got that one free account thing a week, so I didn't actually realize, I just didn't even realize, didn't even click on that the Times was one of those. You know, obviously, I wasn't thinking about it, like, but um, now you're right, they should have done that, especially when it's something as important as that is. I mean, I think the, the article the week before in the New York Times was even better about the American one, and I'm glad that there was one done on the English. Um, yeah. Government and what, what Boris Johnson was up to or wasn't up to, because um, hopefully the few people who read that newspaper, and they are like regardless, you know, I don't I don't agree with their political stance, but I do read, I do I do like some of the journalists from the Times, and they are good writers and they mm-hmm. do research it. They see it through their eyes, but they always tell the truth, and I think that's one of the things that a good journalist can do. You know, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like they, yeah. they write it in a right-wing way, but they are telling you the truth. They're not so far over to the right-hand side that it's lies. And yeah. I, I, so I don't mind reading times articles for that because actually it's it's helpful to read something from a different viewpoint. You should always expand yeah. You expand your own horizons. It
1: gives you a greater understanding of how the world works when you step outside your bubble and you see what the other side are, are, are looking at and reading. Yeah, absolutely. Um, something I want to draw attention to actually from last week's from last week's podcast. I had my rant on the page last time, Chris, about left-handed scissors. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it it is it, the the response has been. Overwhelmingly positive towards my towards my page. It's so Lefties mad of the worst. So many idiots in the world.
2: That I just didn't
1: <laughs> know. Paul. Yeah, I got a few tweets here. Uh, Tony a uh, hand left. I said it's a real thing. Flat scissors are okay, but molded ones are a nightmare. But the two things aren't mutually exclusive. Um, Gaz J 73 left handed and, I, and and I dread scissors coming out for arts and crafts. Trying to cut a line is a nightmare. As you can't see it with your finger and thumb uh, and don't fit the whole That's the thing, yeah, because you, you, the way the cut, you can't see, you can't see what you're cutting as well because your hand's in the way. It's oh my I'm god, yeah. You know what? Henry Jackson, I, I, I always it's thought it was thing. an issue for
2: left-handers. Sorry, mate. I always thought was an issue is writing on a chalkboard because you like right and then you watch the teacher rub his writing off with his own fucking hand that he's writing on, yeah. and you're like, this is just stupid. This is why. This is this is why you're wrong. This yeah, is why you're wrong to be left-handed, Paul.
1: Can't write, yeah, gel pens because the ink do, and, and fountain pens the <laughs> ink doesn't dry quick enough, so you just end up like basically smudging everything you've written as you go along. It's fucking insane, but, Chris.
2: So, so is the only way that a lefty could write, right to left normally because you couldn't even do down could you because when you get down to the bottom you'd have to go up and then you'd rub the whole thing. yeah down again. you end
1: up with a mad you just do you you end up with just there's nothing you can do about it you just end up with like uh ink down your hand down down i uh, ink and smudge and all kinds of shite down your down your hands it's bizarre it's, it, honestly it's metal but it goes back to my cut my thing you know about uh, it's just things that we do a bit wrong and i wonder if yeah if we if we wrote yeah if we wrote the other way around it'd be fine but right handers would be, therefore be the one i wonder if And this might be one of the most stupid things anyone said out loud. I don't even know why I'd commit to it without checking it first. Because, like, Japanese is read the other way. So, like, books are read the other way and all that kind of stuff, aren't they? Is Is that also then written that way as well? Or is it still written from left to right? Do you know?
2: No, I don't know. I guess
1: it's still written from left to right, but yeah, I always wondered that. But yeah, loads of people anyway. Thanks so much to everyone who who, who jumped to my defence and really struck a chord with the lefties of the world. I'd be really surprised
2: if they wrote it, if they didn't write it right to left. Yeah. Because you've got to write the last word in your sentence first, which would be bafflingly stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I really hope that's just like yeah. sound logic, but like you know, you're like the, the cat is fucking fat, and you write fat. Is the first word you'd have to write, wouldn't you? Yeah. And so it's just got to be that way. It's got to be. Please right? let it be that
1: way. Is that right? Let us know. It's got how badly. To be. We've You've got, got to, to, to
2: write. Honestly, to left I can't.
1: It's can this, I can't. Right left. I can't. We're god
2: it's
1: this like is the, the past. Yeah. this is the past this is the past um yeah amazing um i've had someone put well ring bound folders trying to write in things like that impossible absolutely impossible um right we've had some um some, we asked people for your pages things that you would like to see page to put it out on the community tab on youtube um so we're someone, gonna have Kevin, a in
2: and an a sound whether we're gonna page it or not
1: yeah, Ke- Kevin Napier said... Um, well, we're not going to do a sound because that would require me to do something in the edits, but we'll put, we'll put our hands up and go yay or nay. Um, Kevin Napier, idiot 5 G is who are burning down cell towers slash conspiracy theorists. These people have the potential to cause real harm and it's all unfounded, false, unproven information. Are we, are, I think we, we, we talked about these a couple of weeks ago, but are we going to page? Oh,
2: it? 100% we are purging the 5G theorists. I mean, Purged. they are gone. The fact that most of the ones who believe in it use sunbeds is baffling to me. The people that I know, they're all ridiculously tanned, completely fake tanned, and it's like, oh no, the 5G, the radiation's gonna kill you. I'm like, your skin's falling off from fucking spending too much time on a sunbed, love.
1: Stop it now. I saw a tweet this week, and it was about someone saying, like, when the coronavirus vaccine is done, will you will you be giving it to your kids? And it was a load of anti-vaxxers in there talking about how the kids ended up with autism because they were vaccinated. And I've often thought this, you know, again, it goes back to the modern technology and how the knock-on impact stuff. Has anyone ever stopped to think, and I'm just throwing this, is just as wild a speculation as any of these, Chris. Maybe tellys to blame. Because there's a, been a, a significant rise in all of these things in the era of the television is all I'm saying. You know, so can can people tell me categorically that the television and the tablet and and, and all that isn't what's actually causing all the things that people are blaming vaccines for? Why not? It's just, it's, there's it's lo- like there's that. loads
2: of things like that. I mean, I I I've been saying, you'll have heard me say this before. Whether I've said it on a video or not, I'm not sure. This is going to cause arthritis in this. Yes. In fifteen years time, phones I guarantee yeah, that phones are gonna cause arthritis in your hands. Because yeah. well, they've just not been around long enough, like you know yeah. what I mean, right now to, to do any kind of testing. Yeah, I already do it like during the day when I'm like that and it's not keyboards, it's not it's my phone, it's gripping my phone like that <laughs> all the fucking time. Like yeah, they're absolutely. gonna cause so many problems. Like and if you look at the scale of where 5G is on the radiation scale before you go spouting off about the towers you'd probably realize that it's no more dangerous than 4G
1: yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> yeah definitely i um i i'd love a, a return go back just to get get back to the grumpy old menness of it to, to a world where i enjoyed getting phone calls and i don't think i've ever i've ever truly been in that world but i think about like the days when like we just had a landline and like you'd have your te- you'd have your, your phone by surprise your front door. who is it yeah you'd <laughs> have your phone by your front door and like there'd maybe be a little chair there so like and your mum would go and sit and sit by the front door on a yeah, small yeah. chair by the phone table seven seven nine one <laughs> and have a natter for a bit the second we untethered phones and also and and, and to be fair like the landline I, I would go back to the landlines but 99 percent of the phone calls i got on my landline were cold calls yeah and and then you've just got all the then is is that and this is the thing all ties it's the modern world fucking all the things that were nice and simple about life like now, whenever whenever you get a phone call, what are the odds that it's someone phoning you to say something nice? Like, it's, it's not... Even my mum doesn't do that to me, Paul. No.
2: She's normally having a go at me for something she doesn't she's long gone are the days when my mum would say something nice to me yeah so i've got no chance really to be honest with you but yeah. i i have used this lockdown to do so ju- just such a thing so now i've been going out for a walk as soon as the kids go to bed for an hour on my own because my head's pickled and i have been using that hour to phone people of an evening yeah. as i'm walking around so last night i phoned up carl i mate, the chef and um, spoke to him for about probably 45, 50 minutes or something like
1: that. You spoke to Paul Allen the other day, didn't you? I spoke
2: to Paul Allen the other day, Joe, Aubrey, Arang, Aki. I'm going to ring tonight because I missed his call. I don't need to phone you because I spend like four hours a day on the phone to you. But I am I'm genuinely enjoying it. And, and yeah. what I said to you, and this is what I've realised during lockdown, I was on the phone to you the other day it's so much easier to talk to somebody on a phone than it is on a video or something else. Because for a start, and I've realised why it's so much easier to talk to somebody, you're not distracted. Why? Because your phone's in your hand.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. And if I'm on a video calling me phone's there and I get a message, I'm down and I'm checking it while I'm on the video with you. It's so fucking yeah. rude. And I hate it when people do it to me and I do it to people all the time. I'm such a hypocrite on it. But you do. You, Paul, you do but when, you, when, you, when you're walking around and you're just talking on the phone I'm listening to what people are saying and I'm enjoying yeah. talking to them and you, you just need to try it, it's a revelation I'm telling that, you, the fucking phone call it's back baby, it's surging
1: it's, it's surging baby and it fits nicely because I don't know how people got on to this but like when so, I, we, we discover this working of, in pubs, whenever someone would get a call on the phone, that there's something about that, having a mobile phone and having a call that it naturally makes you want to walk. And like watching someone get a call and then just go wandering off. So I think it suits, it naturally suits, the, that is the natural environment of the mobile phone. It's back to the 80s. It's getting mobile, being, baby. Yeah, get mobile, get on the street, Feel. make yourself feel more important than you are by shouting out yeah. your conversation. Get into, a, into a, a, into earpiece. a piece of plastic. Yeah. Get an
2: earpiece. <sighs>
1: I Big love that. One, one that of my sticks out. It th- is one thing actually on, on that that I want to want to be in this the, sur- the surge. What did, what did we do for surge last week? The surge the sur- 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 is. People having public conversations on the phones—it's one of my favorite things—and I don't just mean normal, mundane, boring shit. I mean heavy, heavy, nasty argument shit. I am—I am particularly now because we're in this world where we're all out and about, and we're all like you know walking, blinking like newborn children out into the sunshine for the first time in our lives uh, of an evening. I'm just naturally just nosy, and I love walking past people who are having really animated, serious phone conversations because, and it's largely, around ours, it's largely, like, scally lads who may or may not also be drug dealers who are arguing with either people who owe them money, people they owe money to, or partners or mums that they've fallen out with, and they do, they, they, like... Oh, puff themselves up like they stood toe to toe with people and have that argument and gesticulate and point and uh, and, and really get into it. And I, I, I it's, mad, it's one of the mad little things I really love about life, provided it's not directed at me. I love seeing that, it's, it's like watching street theatre. Yeah, um, I love it. That's I. I, I would like to see that ring fenced for all eternity.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I think it's fantastic, just not when I'm on a quiet train and I'm, <laughs> and I'm trying to do something. Yeah, but if I'm not doing anything, then brilliant, bring it on. Also, like, can we just have more people putting all the serious fails on CCTV online for me? Because mm-hmm. they're just, they're just the best. Yeah, Anyone? that's the
1: one, the one good thing about unfiltered YouTube. And you do have to be careful, but like, p- type in fail videos here, and I could sit there with the kids because they're all, they are all like me. I've trained them well. They love a bit of physical comedy. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm bang up for that. So what, what do, you, is that what you want to search?
2: I'm not going phone calls.
1: Just for you, searching your phone calls. Okay, cool. Uh, well, yeah. uh, we will we'll, we'll conju- we will collectively search the people posting videos of them getting yeah. hurt on CCTV. Yeah. We've searched. Hmm. searched. Um Fantastic. Um, just lastly, there was a couple of someone that wanted us to page own Douglas wanted us to page Mesut who's refusing to take a pay cut despite being on three hundred and fifty grand a week. It's a very difficult subject, this because I think people automatically go. Big wage, it's a ludicrous amount of money, therefore, they should have loads to spare. And I think that Kate, it's not, it's probably not far wrong as an argument. Uh, I've seen loads of people, I mainly Arsenal fans, jump into it because this is what we do. Because, like, you know, there's people defending Liverpool over the furlough and stuff because tribalism comes into so all these things. Footballers donate loads of money to, to, um, to the NHS and they do to donate loads of stuff to charities and all that kind of stuff so they are contributing but it comes back for me This again we had this conversation for weeks if people are worried about football clubs going under it, eventually everyone's going to just like they're going to cut all this stuff like all the staff are going to get furloughed or they're going to do this and they're going to do this and they'll cut back this and eventually everyone's just going to turn and look at the footballers all sat there going you know, sat there with their fucking multi, multi, multi million pound contracts, and probably go, "This is a bit wrong with footy, isn't it?" Like, and I, I'm not one of these Chris who, who believes the football footballers don't deserve the money that they earn because you you should be able to earn whatever the going rate is if you can go and earn that money. Absolutely fair play to you, but it's it also is like a. It's like movie stars as well. Exactly, all the people who do those things—it's mad. It's it's a it's a bizarre when you consider how much football is hinged and how much of football is spent on the wages of footballers. It's it's barmy.
2: Yeah, I don't really know where to sit with this one to be honest with you. I'm probably I'm probably not your typical football fan who just thinks that Mesut Özil should have done that. Mm -hmm. And I I don't know the ins and outs of the situation for one, so I always find it more difficult to pick a side. Um, but two if arsenal made more profit than mesut Ozil this season and if arsenal made more profit than mesut Ozil last season which i'm pretty certain they will have done mm-hmm. then why why are you having a go yeah at, at mesut Ozil? Like, like in liverpool's scenario i know we made close to 100 million quid didn't we mm-hmm. um now the footballers make about five
1: yeah
2: so why should why should they if yeah. the football club isn't Losing yeah. money or anything like that, you know. It's what that I, mean? thing. I so think, I, 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 but like, air a mad one because he's like 350 grand a week or something, but but also, like, I just it's just that they're the talent, and if they decide to do whatever they want with that money, then sound. And if he wants to take his time and think about it and work it out, then let yeah. him.
1: Well, that's the thing, he's he's asked for people to he's asked to know where the money's going, yeah. And and that's rightfully thing, yeah. so, because yeah. does Arsenal's owner pay
2: tax in this country, Paul? Well, that's
1: yeah. These are all like, the things. Do you know what I mean? Be... Like,
2: why why have we got businesses out here and this this is uh, who are applying for the furlough scheme because they've got workers? Yet they. are buried that they're in tax havens so they don't pay into the tax system but they're able to utilize the furlough system why is that allowed like you know what i mean why aren't we just saying if you don't fucking pay proper company taxes in this country you're not allowed to use these fucking schemes and i'm sorry but you've got to use this as a reset point you've got us you've got to start talking to b- these businesses and saying if you want to trade in england you need to pay your taxes in england If you're trading in England, doesn't matter where you're based, you're paying your taxes. And I get the reason that they did it. They want businesses. They want to be favourable to businesses to get them in here and stuff. Like... We're already a favourable country for people mm. because we have got a lot of disposable income. We're lucky in that regard as as a general population. Yeah, it needs all sorting out, and this is all part and parcel of the footballers' thing. I think it's all intertwined, to be honest with you. And that's yeah. why I don't know where I should, how I should feel about it. Because like yeah, that, hard and they go, yeah, he's right. he's only grand a week. What's it matter to him if he lose? Yeah, he's a
1: he's him. a headline figure, isn't he? Because he's one of them. He's got a, He's got all that stuff going for him for the media to dig the claws in. Foreign lad um everyone knows lazy he's lazy that. as yeah, well yeah, exactly, oh, that feeds yeah. into
2: it that's why it's on no one else
1: yeah. and he's you know and he's got that headline figure of being on that massive wage and arsenal also drive a lot of interest as well like you know what i mean to get to, to stoke these things up but you know, I, I i don't disagree I, I you know i think it's one of them things where the, there comes a point i think everyone has this in business particularly because like the footballers are when while the footballers can't do any really contribute towards the product it kind of makes sense, you know, to, to, to some extent. But it all, it's all part and parcel of the whole thing, you're right. I mean, if, if it's the difference between football clubs going to the wall, I think the footballers will look at that and go, okay, yeah, I'm going to do this. We're going to take this for the collective good. Because what's the point? If the club can't pay me, if the difference between taking a 20% pay cut and me having not, no money at all, then you take the 20% pay cut, don't you? But yeah, it's good. That's going to be the big steps. I think it's going to be, that's going to be the big thing, the big talking point in the next coming weeks is that until football, they have a plan for football. Um, yeah, that, that'll be, that'll be what happens. Actually, you, I'll tell you what, sorry,
2: mate, I bet you they wish they'd done a, a fee for the season yeah. rather than a weekly wage. Yeah. I'll
1: tell yeah, you what. That'll happen. Yeah. Things will change. Things will dramatically change. One last thing. Um, it's talk of the bundesliga is going to be back behind closed doors playing within three weeks mm-hmm. and anyone who talks about what happens what the future of the premier league is and will it come back and blah 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 can i just say 100 my, i'm putting this out as a prediction here right now bundesliga comes back as the first major league back in action albeit behind closed doors i think bt have got the bundesliga rights the, the viewing figures for those live games are going to be astronomical because it's the first proper football that people have got access to and the Premier League are going to go cha-ching and they're going to do everything in their power to make sure even when I don't think you know I don't think it'll be over because they've still got to be seen to be saying and doing the right things but I think the second a big league like that gets up and running and they find a method of doing it and people see how lucrative it is and how how much importance it is don't be shocked if maybe the Premier League for good or ill is, is all of a sudden I, I reckon
2: they're talking about something like the 6th of June Premier mm-hmm. League and they won't be wanting the Bundesliga to stay on march on them because that's what the Bundesliga will be doing yeah. Um. They'll be catapulting themselves into everybody's uh, into everybody's rearview mirror and then pulling up alongside them and then overtaking them and everyone's all <laughs> just had their eyes on the Bundesliga's ass loving it. Um. Yeah. With all these talented players and stuff. But now it's gonna be. I think. Eyes I think the Bundesliga's arse, Carry on. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> um. I think. <laughs> the I think. Bum- middle, Liga, you
1: mean? middle
2: of the, June. End of <laughs>
1: June. Yeah. But I think they're aiming for early June. Something yeah. like that. I reckon so. Um, Okay, we'll we'll wrap that up there. Thank you very much, Chris. A pleasure, as always. I'm feeling, my head's feeling loads less chocker, which is always the point of these whole podcasts.
2: Wait until I tell you, I don't know how
1: long that light's been off for on the camera. Don't do
0: that.
2: <laughs> I'm just joking um,
1: with you. Mine's still, mine's still on, so it's fine. Um, right, I don't know whether the audio's been recorded. We'll soon find all of these questions out very soon. But listen, yeah, uh, if you want to interact with us, you can do comments underneath YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't done so already. Five-star reviews on podcasts and apps, uh, at MatexPageach on, on Twitter, MatexPageach at gmail.com if you want to email us. Um, please do all that. And, of course, go to Patreon. .com forward slash We've got, got our first patrons,
2: we've got a discord chat on the go and everything Amazing. mate, absolutely brilliant bit.ly forward slash mxp patron
1: mm, Get involved with all of that good stuff and we'll be back with another mxp podcast next week
0: Market. Market.